now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here. Every week, we bring you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you are in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas around your place, this is a wonderful location to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. It's been my pleasure being your host here every week. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria since 1991. I've handled hundreds of transactions here in the best city in Canada. I'm proud to be ranked as one of the top producing REMAX agents in Western Canada. I'd be pleased to help you as well, too. You can find me and the rest of the whole Home Show team on the cfax1070.com website. Look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me. Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. Feel free to reach out to us. If you have any questions you want to chat, we love hearing from you. And we do every week. It is just uh, one of the reasons why we keep on coming back week after week, because we love hearing from you, our most loyal listeners. By the way, if you are a podcast listener, you can download all 240 or so of our episodes from the past five years uh, by going to iTunes or Google Play. Just look for the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. Today, we're going to be talking about home security, making sure that someone is looking after your property when you're away, even for short amounts of time, ensuring that your insurance remains valid. And of course, we'll be chatting with a returning guest, Brent Lang with West Coast Property Watch. They'll be talking about uh, all of the things that people should be looking out for, uh, along with some cautionary tales on what to make sure you take care of before you leave your home vacant for any amount of time. We'll also be chatting with Annie Ardeal from Annie Ardeal Consulting, also another returning guest, uh, another one of my friends. Both of them are my friends today. Uh, Annie is an expert in taking care of estates and families when people are downsizing uh, either for a move or for an estate, a very complicated process of taking care of uh, many things that have emotional attachments to them. And that's her job. So we're going to be chatting with Brent and Annie, looking forward to a great conversation there. By the way, uh, I know it's the radio, so you can't see me. We do record this by Zoom nowadays, by the way. Uh, and I do post these every once in a while on uh, the Prime Real Estate Team's uh, Facebook pages or YouTube pages. Um, if you uh, haven't seen me around, I am completely bald right now. I've never been bald before in my life. Not that I had much hair to begin with, but people have been asking me what it's all about. Uh, and you may have noticed on the cover of the Times Colonist last week, a 12-year-old boy got his hair uh, cut off after growing it for 30 months. That would be my son, my son, Thomas grade six at St. Patrick's school. Uh, our young little fellow there donated his two feet of hair to an agency that will be making uh, wigs for kids with cancer with his hair. And that was his idea from the very beginning. And I got to say, I mean, how can we not support that? That was fantastic. But not only that, 
He raised money on a campaign with the BC Cancer Foundation. His goal was $10,000. And uh, as of the time of this recording, he has exceeded 14,000. And that is the support and generosity of the community here, uh, which I love. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I remain involved in the community. It's because it is such a wonderful place. And uh, for, I think for a 12 year old to experience this firsthand is just amazing. This is his home. This is his community. Here we are in the greatest town, the greatest city, and the greatest country. It's hard not to be uh, anything but just ecstatic about living here in Greater Victoria. So, anyways, yes, I am bald. Don't know how I'm gonna, uh, how long I'm gonna leave this. Hopefully, it grows back. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, but if you do see me, you see a bald Chinese fellow walking around. Uh, just say hi to me. <laughs> I look forward to look forward to seeing you. We always start our episodes. Talking about a timely matter or something going on out there in the market, if you've got a question or a topic that you'd like me to cover, uh, just reach out to me, uh, Tony at primeteam.ca. Find me on Google. Just Google Tony Joe Victoria, uh, and I'm happy to connect. And again, I, I hear from listeners every week, and I love hearing from you. But something I do want to bring up today is this whole notion of dual agency. Now, a little backstory here. In June of 2018, our regulator, our real estate regulator in British Columbia, banned or abolished the practice of dual agency. What dual agency is, is when an agent is representing a seller, most of the time there's a separate agent that represents the buyer. So it's a very clear and clean distinction between who's being represented by who. But every once in a while, there might not be a buyer agent. Say, for instance, a buyer walks into an open house and says, hey, I like this house. I don't need representation. I'm going to go with a uh, listing agent directly. And we had something before called limited dual agency, which allowed that listing agent to represent both the seller and the buyer, but in a limited capacity. Now, you might ask yourself, well, hey, if that worked for whatever it is, 30 years, why did the government change? And by the way, our regulator is the British Columbia Financial Services Association. So our regulator is the province of British Columbia. And you may ask yourself, as I was saying, why would they abolish this practice? And it's because of the fact that there, there is high risk of conflict of interest in any dual agency situation. You see, with limited dual agency, the, the reason why it's limited is because the licensee's services get modified for the seller. So he, can't, he or she cannot 100% impartially represent the seller any longer. They had to be on equal grounds with the buyer. And that in and of itself, was imperfect because most of the time they would know the seller, perhaps personally, perhaps a past client, perhaps a family member, who knows? And there's no way they could say that they'd be able to give equal representation to a buyer that they just met or someone who just came through an open house. So in the effort to remove conflicts of interest, the provincial government, BCFSA, uh, has abolished limited dual agency. Uh, now, if you go online, you will find that there is an exemption. There is an exemption where you can do limited dual agency, and that is in marketplaces, remote marketplaces, where it is impracticable to find separate representation. 
And the interesting thing for me as one of the instructors for this provincial association, BCFSA, uh, that I uh, have referred to a few times here is we have not identified those areas at all. You know, you would think about Northern BC or perhaps some of the remote Gulf islands, but the argument has always been, if you're in a remote Gulf island, one of the licensees from a neighboring island could just simply take a boat over and represent a buyer. So even though there's an exemption, it doesn't exist. And it sure as heck does not exist in metropolitan areas like Greater Victoria. So if you're wondering why it doesn't exist, there we go in a nutshell. But the last thing I want to leave you with is um, I had a client who called and said, hey, I'm thinking of uh, selling. I just thought that maybe you would have some buyers that you could bring to me. And I had to have this conversation with her because of the fact that I represent her. I can't bring my buyers to her because that is a conflict. But not only that, in today's market and as we've experienced for the past couple of years, it is always best for a seller to have market time because that's the only way you can determine or find out if there's a lot of interest, you might get multiple offers, bidding wars, better result for the seller as opposed to just selling it off market. So there's a lot to know. But as always, if you've got questions, you want to talk about this topic or anything else out there in the real estate realm, give me a call. Always happy to chat. Need to take our first break here. When we come back, we'll be chatting with Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch. Back in a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. My next guest is Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch. We've had Brent on this program before. Always great having him here. Um, great having you back, Brent. Well, thanks very much, Tony. It's just absolutely great to be back. You've got a wonderful audience, and, uh, and everybody seems to participate. It's terrific. Well, you know, you've got a very uh, um, specialized but very important task in what you do. Uh, let's tell our listeners about what West Coast Property Watch does. Sure. Um, you know, we check vacant and empty properties uh, when they're left alone. Uh, we do complete exterior, interior checks. We have a system built, uh, which we developed working together with the insurance companies, so there should a claim ever need to be made, you've got a backup. We're, we really literally are your eyes and your ears. And we do everything from condos and townhouses to houses. We've done uh, estates as well. So, um, yeah, that's what we do in a nutshell. We're pretty thorough about how we do it. Every time we check your place, you get a report from us. Um, we've been around about, uh, I think we established ourselves about seven years ago after my wife and I were actually denied a claim. And that was a real uh, devastating wake-up call for us. And we decided uh, we didn't want anyone to ever go through what we went through. So consequently, we built a business uh, based on trust, accountability, and we have extreme empathy for all the people out there, whether they're going on holidays, whether they're going away for business, or in fact, uh, some people have to leave their homes for a period of time when they have uh, medical situations. So we take care of it for them. And um, yeah, and I, I think we do a fairly good job. We've had many of the same customers for years and years and years and years. So, you know, I think a lot of people just feel that, oh, it's no big deal. I'm gone for a few days. Or, you know, it's really common to hear, well, my neighbor, my neighbor's got the key. My neighbor's going to look after stuff. Yeah. Um, what are the risks that people run into if they're going to rely on their neighbor? Well, there are a whole bunch of different things. Let me start here. 
typically we'll get a call or an email from someone and they're interested in having their place checked and they want to know the costs and all those sorts of things. So we do a free consultation face to face right away to see whether they feel comfortable with us and we get a chance to take a look at the property. Because um, you can imagine some properties are six garage properties, others are regular three bedroom bungalows, others are simple condos. So part of the risk factor is that the first thing we always say to people is everybody has an insurance policy. Check with your broker and find out the terms of your vacant or empty clause in your policy. That is really critical. And every policy is different. We check some houses every single day, every two days, every three days, five days, and seven days. Every policy is a little bit different. So part of the risk is that you must be having it checked by somebody responsible who has a system and can provide a history of these checks should a claim ever need to be made. Now, having your neighbor just come by and do it uh, creates a couple of situations. First of all, um, uh, the insurance companies have explained to us that if a neighbor is to come by and do it, that neighbor now takes full legal liable responsibility for that property. If something goes wrong, well, that person, the owner is away and their neighbor was coming by to check it. That neighbor is now legally responsible for whatever happened in that property. Most people don't realize that. And that could really kick somebody really bad if something happens. Yeah. And, and, and you know, not to mention the relationship that you had with a neighbor. Like, oh, if, totally. if they if they if they miss the leak or something, you know, downstairs toilet ends up flooding, then there's going to be a lot of hardship and hard feeling. Right. Uh, that's what happens. I mean, we've seen situations where people go away and, for example, rodents manage to find a hole and get into the house. People are away for a month or two months. And I'll tell you, uh, you get uh, rats and rodents in your place or squirrels and they can destroy a place really quickly. So that can cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. So uh, it's really incumbent on the owners to live to the terms of their policy, because the problem is, and I, I kind of understand where the insurance companies are coming from. Any repairs now, costs are so high. Labor is so high for tradespeople and materials. Uh, what used to be a small little cost before and the adjuster could sort of make a, you know, a kind of a policy thing of, yeah, we'll cover that because it's only going to cost 20,000 bucks or something. Well, you know what? It's become really tough and really expensive and the insurance companies are getting pretty hard about things. Cost them too much money. They, they just can't absorb it. Absorb it. So you got to make sure you're living to the terms of your policy. Yeah, so, you know, the other thing too is, of course, in the news, uh, Ontario had, had storms and everything and there's a whole bunch of property damage because this has got to be another factor as well when oh. there's, there's change in the climate, right? The environment has played a big factor in our business over the last, uh, probably in the last three, four years, especially. Um, okay, recently, let's just pick an example. We had this huge windstorm that went through the uh, southern part of the island. Well, in Naimo as well. Um, you know, I'll tell you right now, we had some customers who had no power for 20 hours. So, of course, we're checking these people. They're on the other side of the world. So, you know, most food can stay pretty well in a good freezer and hold for about 24 hours. But you've got to have somebody checking that because if it starts deteriorating and rotting, you know, part of what we do, we'll, we'll clean that out and get rid of that. So the homeowner doesn't come home and they got a permanent stink in their house and, and more problems. But uh, we've had 
branches fall on houses. We've had skylights uh, punctuated uh, by trees that have fallen over on houses. There's a, there's a whole raft of things that the environment is causing now that uh, we didn't seem to have as much before. And of course, water is a big factor. You get flooding that happens here uh, because maybe your, oh, your drain tile on the outside of your house isn't working properly. So environment has caused a lot more problems. It's really critical to keep your place in good shape and get it checked right. You know, and it seems like the bad things happen when people aren't home, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's well, really but, but true. the other thing, though, too, is also talking about security because you have identified where um, you, you have found where doors have been tampered with or people trying to break in and stuff like that, right? We've, we've seen that on many occasions when we check the exterior of a house. We always look around all the windows and the doors for scratch marks of uh, you know, screwdrivers or knives, whatever, trying to get in. But what we found is there's an interesting pattern that, we, you know, we record all of this stuff. We, we've built a tremendous library and uh, we're going to be uh, enabling the public to see about 75 different videos in the future on how to prep your home and prepare for it and, and do uh, home checking, all that sort of thing. One of the patterns that we found really interesting is that uh, very often people will say, okay, we want you to come in. And the average is we check a house every three days now. When we started, it was about every seven days, but the insurance companies have moved in it down to about every three days, we do a check of a house. So people will leave. I have people leaving today for Europe and they'll say, okay, come and check our house in three days. And you know what? It is amazing how often people leave on trips. They're in a rush. They want to catch that taxi. They want to get going. And uh, Bridget and I will go and check that house. And we have found front doors left wide open. We <laughs> found balcony doors left open. We found windows left open. So not only does it give uh, people walking around on the street and everything access to your place, uh, it sends big signs to people that are casing places because we do have criminals around. And, but it also gives access of inclement weather to a building, which can you know, wash out a floor and do all kinds of things. So, man, uh, the patterns you see with people. I always say to people now, if you're going to go away and you're leaving today, let me check it tonight or tomorrow morning because dollars to donuts. I bet you 50% of our people leave something open. Get it done the first day out. Well, so, you know, want, and this is the thing. I mean, the reason why you exist and you're around is to give people this confidence. And obviously you're good for insurance companies because like you said, you are helping uh, policyholders meet yeah. the requirements of their of their insurance policies, right? Right. I mean, sometimes people, if they have to make a claim, there can be gray areas, right? Where they're yeah. asked to back up uh, their claim. Well, we can provide that with the uh, history and the forms that we use and everything else. But um, the insurance companies are, are very supportive and uh, we get our forms reviewed by the insurance companies and they've been just absolutely uh, terrific partners in this. Um, yeah, we're working on a project with them right now, which is for me more of a community project almost uh, than uh, a business project. And that uh, at some point I, I'd love to tell you about that because I think it's gonna make an enormous difference to people who live in condos and homes as well. But condo strata corporations, um, they're going to benefit enormously with this new program we'll be bringing in 
Oh, man, we're excited to hear about that. Well, listen, we need to take a, a break here right now. We're talking with Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch. WestCoastPropertyWatch.ca is where you can find him. I'll put his link in the CFAX webpage here. Uh, thanks again for coming back. But don't go anywhere, Brent, because we're going to have a conversation in a moment after the break with Annie Ardeal, and then we'll get you both together. We're going to be talking about other things that people should know about with their home. Thanks for joining oh, us, Brent. Oh, great. Thank you. Okay, back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to another episode of The Whole Home Show. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. As a reminder, all their contact information can be found by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows and there you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. Reach out. We love hearing from you. And by the way, if you're a podcast listener, uh, as a reminder, all of our episodes for the past five years can be found on iTunes and Google Play. Just look for the whole Home Show. And you can listen to over 240 episodes, with great content and fantastic guests, uh, including the two guests that we have on today. We were chatting with Brent Lang a moment ago about West Coast Property Watch. He'll be coming back after our last break. And right now we have with us, uh, again, returning after a, a hiatus, long hiatus, Annie Ardeal with Annie Ardeal Consulting. Annie, great having you back. Thanks for having me, Tony. Well, you know. We were talking to Brent a moment ago about home security and people leaving houses and stuff like that. Uh, your job is somewhat different um, because you do take care of people as they're leaving or have left. Let's tell our listeners about what it is you do exactly. Sure. Um, my job is to deal with the, the house and the household possessions in the case when someone has passed away or has become incapacitated. So they call me in to deal with um, clearing out the house so that somebody like you can come in and sell it. And this is not an easy job. I mean, this is, it can be a very complicated and a, a, I think for many, an emotional roller coaster, right? When I tell people I clear out homes for estates, they usually have a story to tell me about their experience clearing the home for an elderly relative. And if you've ever, if any of your listeners have ever had to clear the home of an elderly relative, most likely it's an experience they'll never forget. Mm -hmm. But what people remember the most is having to deal with all the stuff. Um, the, the process of dispersing all the personal possessions in the house, sorting out the paperwork and the photos and getting the, the home ready for sale is often one of the most challenging tasks for an executor. So I'm really glad we're talking about this topic today. You know, and uh, you've seen it all. We've both seen it where somebody's been in a home for 40, 50, 60. What's the longest you've seen? Um, I think 40 years is the okay. longest that I've dealt with. And that was an, a, a wonderful couple. Um, but, you know, there's no matter how long someone's been living in their particular house, what is universal is that we all think that our things are worth a lot more than they actually are, right? Yes. So what's kind of strange is the total value of all the personal possessions in an estate has to be declared at the time of death by the executor. Um, 
most of the places I've worked on in the last 11 years, well, while I've been doing this professionally, um, it's usually that the, the total value of all the household possessions is not is surprisingly low. It's it's almost always below ten thousand dollars worth of worth of kind of stuff, and it can be quite a bit lower. Um, however, it's like I said, it's the biggest thing that people are worried about. They're not as worried about their you know million dollar plus home. They're 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 really concerned about the price they can get for china or for silver or that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, what I always like to tell people is that don't stress about that too much, but get the proper planning in place. Um, either yourself as an individual, thinking about your own estate and what's going to happen in the, in the case if you pass away. And if you have the proper planning in place can make a huge difference. Um, it can have a major impact on your executor the person who's responsible for taking care of all your legal and financial obligations and then clearing and selling the home. Um, I, I often hear people joke that they're going to just leave it all for their children to deal with. <laughs> yes. so, like that is so typical. And just the other day I saw a great cartoon. There's this elderly man. He's, he's waving his cane at a chock-a-block garage and he's saying to his son, someday this will all be yours. <laughs> like, like it's an inheritance that he just can't wait to get his hands on, right? But it's, it's, it's a joke because it also weighs very heavily on the children or the executor. Oh. And not everyone is lucky enough to have adult children nearby who are in good health and have the time on their hands to help um, clear out an estate. Uh, oftentimes, people have to fly across the country or try to do it remotely um, by hiring someone like me. And that can be quite expensive and very stressful. So putting your affairs in order is a huge gift to your family and to the executor of your estate. But it's also, Tony, a huge gift to yourself because putting your affairs in order means your earthly things will be dispersed exactly the way you want them to be, which can take a huge stress off someone's mind. And it also mean, it means your estate will be handled with dignity and in a timely manner because uh, the probate process can, can take up a lot of time. But having your affairs in order means that once that process is finished, your, your estate can be dispersed quite easily. Yeah. Um, and I've cleared hundreds of homes for people who have passed away unexpectedly. Yeah. And my advice to everyone is get your paperwork up to date. And you can start on that right now. Like, okay, not right now. Listen to the show first. But <laughs> as soon as the show is over, um, that would be the thing that I would tackle. Get your paperwork in order and sort out what you need to keep and what you can shred or recycle and pare down your photos. Yeah. You're the best person to do this. It's a huge responsibility to give to your executor or your children. I also highly recommend, and this ties in with what Brent was talking about, but I highly recommend you make a home inventory. And this will list your household items, uh, furniture, art, decor, jewelry, tools, sporting equipment, hobby equipment, and especially the sentimental treasures. And in your inventory, you can designate who you would like to receive this once you pass away. 
but it, you can also get quite specific about your direction. And once you have that in place, that inventory can be extremely valuable when it comes to any insurance claims. Brent was talking about um, having an up-to-date inventory um, allows you to make sure you have adequate insurance yeah. to cover your, the value of your household goods. But also if you need to do a claim, it's the evidence you need that, yes, I had this, I purchased it at this date and its value is X so that uh, it can really um, speed up the process of a claim. But it can also help you if you're downsizing. And a lot of people go through that process um, when they get on in years that they're moving into a smaller home and having an up-to-date household inventory can help you start to disperse items, give gifts to family while you're still around to see how they enjoy them. (laughs) And, you know, clearing space in your home. So when the time comes to start thinking about putting your house on the market, it's not a disaster in your home. It's it's clear and clutter-free and ready to go on the market. So I was just going to mention, Tony, that I have a a, a free tool on my website that is a guide to how to put one of these home inventories together with a template of a really simple um, way to put your home inventory on paper. So if anybody is interested in a free tool to help them get their inventory started, um, they can get that on my website. Great. And the website again is? It's step downsizing.com and the five is the number five so five step downsizing.com yeah i'm actually i've been looking at the site and you've got great resources here like the downsizing tools and and uh and stuff like that uh things to know because it is a very complicated process it's and it's um i i feel unfortunately something that people sort of lose track of as life goes on but oh yeah yeah who want and who wants to do it like it's it's right up there with the most miserable chores that you ever have to do, but the peace of mind and the um, the improvement in your mental health will make it worthwhile. And I know it's very daunting for people. I encourage people to start with little steps. So today, grab a stack of paperwork that you haven't dealt with and start to deal with it. And each day, you'll just take these little steps that'll eventually lead you to a situation where you've got your affairs in order and, um, you know, it'll benefit you and it'll really benefit your family. Oh, amazing. Amazing stuff. Well, listen, we need to take our last break for the day here. Again, I pick up our conversation with Annie Ardeal from Annie Ardeal Consulting and also Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch. Uh, We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation today about things around your home, maybe planning in advance, security, making sure that your home is being taken care of. Our guests are Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch and also Annie Ardeal with Annie Ardeal Consulting. Uh, both of you guys, again, Thanks for thanks for being here and thanks for coming back. We've had you uh, over the years, and it's great having you having a returning guest. Thanks. It's a great show. It's really fun to be involved, and I don't know about Brent, but the way that I feel is that I've got all this information in my head, 
And I really want to share it with people because a little bit of good advice goes a really long way in this process. You're 100% right. And uh, your your service is so valuable. Uh, I've seen it time and time again with places where uh, people have passed away and places sit empty and they really need you to make sense of all of this stuff. And what, what I've learned over the last few years is that <clears throat> our businesses are really community businesses. They're community businesses. Yeah, we're trying to make a living, but we really are a community business. And I think that's key to it. What I love about it, I just have to give a little plug here. What I love the most about <clears throat> it is usually... Um, although this is changing now, typically, and no offense, guys, but this type of work usually falls on the shoulders of women. And to me, I'm really passionate about helping women get sort of take control of this situation and get it, get in front of it so that they can really enjoy their life and not just be burdened down with all their stuff. I think you're absolutely right. It's a good observation. I think you're right about that. You know, we were we were talking earlier about because uh, Anna, you you sort of intimated that the actual move or the home sale isn't the area of stress. It's often the things, right? <clears throat> and you even you mentioned the china and the silverware. I mean, those are things that you know at some point in time the owner attributed a lot of value to these things. But fast forward to today, and the market thinks differently, right? Yeah. No, it's true. And um, not to say that people don't stress out about their real estate transaction, because of course they do. And Tony, having a realtor like you, um, because, and I know this because you helped my husband and I sell a property recently, Mm. having a a realtor like you who can be a navigator through the process is excellent and it is key. But yeah, it's funny. You would think that that would be what would keep people up at night. But no, it's, it's fretting about if I give this thing away, if I give this um, hand crocheted pillow away, what will my departed mother think? Or that, yeah. that weight of mm-hmm. she gave it to yeah. me. And she wanted me to have it. And I feel terrible that I don't want to keep it anymore. Yeah. The, the, the other thing that I want to bring up, because you mentioned itemizing, both of you guys mentioned itemizing uh, uh, things. Uh, so easy nowadays with our smartphones have cameras, you can snap pictures yeah. of, of everything. But yeah. the one thing that you talked about was like jewelry and possessions, because I have to say, I have seen situations where there's been infighting with family members about like a certain item. And yeah. for, a, for the owner to have decreed in advance who gets what and when really, you know, will will save a lot of family hardship, right? Yeah. And in a simple way to do it, um, and again, talking about something that you can do today, take your smartphone, turn on the video and just walk around your house and take a video of everything. And as you're doing it, just speak into your phone and say, here's the clock for Mary. Here's the, here's the table that I've promised to June and just, just do it that way. Amazing. It'll, t- yeah. it'll take it. And, and Brent, have you ever seen s- stuff like that work in your line of work? Oh, Annie, we use it every single day. I was going to say technology is terrific. When I send reports away to people and they're on the other side of the world or in Calgary or Edmonton, if I see anything that might be of concern, I take pictures or I take a video uh, and we communicate and then we take a course of action and we resolve the problem. So absolutely. It's really terrific. 
Well, and, um, you know, tech, technology, of course, I, I, I love what you suggested because, of course, the, the, the voice on the camera is coming from the person. And there, yeah. can be, there can be no misinterpretation about what that person's uh, wishes and desires are, right? Yeah. And, of course, everybody should talk to their lawyer and have a will in place and get legal advice from your lawyer. None of us are giving legal advice today. But yeah, having that, sometimes that's all the family needs is to hear that voice telling them what they want, and then they can all respect the wishes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Um, so st- stepping over to, uh, to Brent there and talking about, you know, again, we discussed working alongside with insurance companies. Um, people often forget about the fact that their policy will say that the house has to be checked on uh, and everyone's policy is different. Mm-hmm. Um, there is potential here for, um, well, let me just rephrase this. People have to pay more for vacant uh, insurance. Like if they know a house is going to be empty or whatever, it's expensive, right? Yeah, you can buy more. I'm not an insurance broker and I don't give in interpretations of their policies or advice yeah. on that. Uh, <clears throat> but you can get into situations where they do purchase extra yeah. uh, insurance as well. Uh, but we're working on a project right now, which I think is going to revolutionize this whole business. And it's coming right, right out of Victoria right here. Um, if you don't mind, I'd love to do a call out to your listeners. They can respond to me, Brent at WCPW.ca, or they can leave a voice message and I'll get back to them at 778-350-4500. We've been developing a product working together with the insurance industry, which... Um, First of all, we know that condo corporations have an enormous problem with premiums going right through the roof, doubling, tripling. I live in a condo and ours has doubled and it's enormous. So we try to figure out how can we make this better for condo corporations? And we found a way to do that. And they could realize a 10 to 15% discount right out of the box. In my corporate, in my case where I live, that would be about a $25,000 saving to the condo corporation, which then gets passed on to the owners. Um, So I'm asking people, I want to form an advisory panel of of groups of people, small groups. I'd like to have realtors, uh, condo board members, uh, neighborhood watch members, homeowners, property management people want to become involved. I'd like to call a meeting, show them what we've got for this new product, and see if anybody can even improve it further. Because it's not about making money for us. It's really about improving the safety and security and the financial protection your uh, corporation needs. Condo corporations will start there, but it will eventually roll over into homeowners and uh, all sorts of different people. So, boy, it's just a call out to your wonderful audience. In the past, you've really responded to anything that we've done. And if you ever want to be part of this panel, please, please contact me. Well, okay. So again, I'm going to post Brent's contact information. Again, it's a call out to our listeners here. Uh, if you'd like to participate or, or, or be part of this project that Brent's talking about, his phone number is 778-350-4500 uh, or email brent at 
WCPW.ca. I got that right, right, Brent? Yes, perfect, Tony. Thanks okay. very much. And, and I'm going to put that on the on the uh, the CFAX 1070 page as well, too, for anyone to see. Or, of course, listeners, you could if you if you're reaching for your pen and your paper and you didn't get it in time, just reach out to me. You know how to do that. I know that you guys call and email me on a regular basis. I'll connect you with Brent. It's very easy. Tony at Prime Team. .ca. You know, you talked about community a couple minutes ago, Brent, and this is, you know, it's community, isn't it? It is absolutely community. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Annie, I want to um, shift gears a little bit with you because we are working together on a project right now, and it is not uh, uh, um, uh, selling uh, valuables or things like that. In fact, it's quite the opposite, isn't it? Well, Tony, well, you know, there's always treasure. And in this house that you and I are working on, I'm going to clear it out. You're going to sell it. And the family is is away. They're, they're not in Victoria. So we're doing this on behalf of a, of a family on the mainland. But actually, you know, there's quite a few treasures there. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I was really surprised. Um, when you I know, this is, this is good to know because, I mean, this is yeah. that's your realm. To me, honestly, when I was looking around, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I mean, this is just it, like uh, back in the dumpster and, you know, clear it yes. out. But that's yes. why a you're here. People, a lot of people think that that's what you have to do. But in fact, um, usually when I work on a project, yes, a few things might need to go to the dump. Um, oftentimes old mattresses, um, old couches, that type of thing. But man, I think you're going to be really surprised. Um, a lot of, of valuable things are going to come out of that house and it's going to clean up very nicely. So by the time you, you put your magic touch on it and get it on the market, um, it's going to be a beautiful uh, property for a new family. Oh, absolutely. But, but again, I mean, this is the service you are providing for the family, um, really is a stress reliever because this is a, I mean, there, there is a backstory to the house and all that kind of stuff. Every family and every house has a backstory. Um, but to have someone like you come and actually uh, deal with this, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stress relief that, that goes with that. Right. Yes. And in the case of this house we're working on together, I've worked with this family before Mm-hmm. So they trust me and they know that I'm going to do my best for them and I'm going to respect them. And mm-hmm. I think that that's really key because, yeah, anybody can back a dump truck up and clear a house out. But what really matters at the end of the day is that they've tried their best to treat everything in that home uh, with dignity because it's an extension of the person that they love. Yeah. And I can do that for them. Yeah. And I know that you do that when you put the house on the market, you're, you're, you're the best, you're the best at it. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. I think when, when you and I work as a team on a house, um, we, we kind of surround the family with, um, with our support and that's what they're going to remember in 10 or 20 years when they look back on that experience. And that's so much better than looking back with sort of a, a horrible memory of, of having let their loved one down instead they'll have a much more positive experience. Right. Yeah. Good. And in this particular case, the beneficiary, he's the beneficiary is still around. So they also, yeah. the family has a vested interest to make sure that they get the best result for, for the family. That's right. Yes, of course. Yeah. This isn't charity. This is, this is an, a valuable asset in the family. And yeah. so our expertise can make sure that they can liquidate it for the most amount of money. And, you know, um, at the same time, that's very important. But 
money is money at the end of the day. Again, what, what really matters is how everybody's, you know, their, their dignity and their feelings. And, you know, by having an, an objective third party professional like me, um, distributing the, the um, assets of the estate according to everyone's wishes, it's, it gives everybody that um, breathing room. They deal with me. They're not going to be fighting amongst themselves. They're just going to be dealing with me. And that just takes the pressure off. Fantastic. Well, listen, uh, both of you guys, uh, thank you again for joining. Annie Ardeal from Annie Ardeal Consulting. Visit 5stepdownsizing.com. That's the number five, by the way, 5stepdownsizing.com. To learn more, she would be happy to help. And also Brent Lang from West Coast Property Watch, westcoastpropertywatch.ca. Uh, so much great advice, great knowledge here, things that I think people don't often think about. Um, but hopefully after today, it's kind of uh, piqued their interest. And uh, please, uh, folks, our listeners, if you have any questions or want to chat any more about these two topics, reach out to Brent and Annie. They would love to hear from you. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for watching, Tony. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye, Annie. Bye-bye. To, to the rest of our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week. <laughs>